Hello and welcome to Soul Led Living, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your soul's true path so you can create the dream life you know you are meant to live. I'm Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and an advocate for living soul led. You're here because you're meant to be here. So let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Soul Led Living Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Novo. So excited to be here with you guys and thank you for all the love you've been sending about the last episodes. If you would like to be featured in your questions like we did last time we had a listener question, I would love to answer more listener questions. You can just look at the show notes here and we have a link to, uh, it's called speaker pipe is what we use. And you basically leave me like a little voicemail and, um, and I get to download answers. So if you're interested in that, I would love to have you. So please leave your messages there. Okay. Today we are going to be talking about manifesting that poor word manifesting, right? Like it's such a loaded word. I feel like we need a new word for manifesting. I will manifest that a new word for the word manifesting. Uh, cause it's just so loaded and I feel just so much projection on that poor little word manifesting personally manifesting was never what I thought it was. I, I understand the concept and it's obviously very much taught like in my industry and in my space, but I think we've all been manifesting since we were kids, right? So sometimes you might even have another word for it. And that might be cool to look into because that's how I felt. Like I was like, oh, like this thing that I've always been doing. I remember watching The Secret, uh, that documentary. I think I must have been, somebody introduced it to me like late college, uh, early like workforce life. And I remember watching it and be like, I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. <laughs> so um I didn't know that it was like a thing or a term. So if you have another word for it, use it. My personal word for it is creating. I've always seen it as creating. Like I see myself as a creator. I, uh, I do believe we are all creators, right? We are all one with God and we all have, if God is a creator, like we are all have the ability to create as well. So I just always saw it as like creating, creating my life. Um, and that's really the word that I continue to use, but my marketing people told me you guys use manifesting. So that is why the word is in the title, by the way, just inside note. <laughs> so I want to give you a little bit of a little instruction of how I do it. I've created or manifested lots of things. Um, I really do feel I've manifested my husband. I have funny stories about manifesting him. I manifested 30 acres of land together with my husband. That was probably one of the most insane manifestations. Uh, I have manifested this business that I have kind of out of nowhere, right? Everybody thought I was like insane going through with this business and somehow I created it. And I do, the reason I feel that it's a creation or a manifestation is because, yeah, of course I did a lot of work to make it happen, but there's a lot of co-creation and everything that I create in my life, I follow these three steps that I'm going to share with you today. So let's get into it. Step one, every creation or manifestation starts with an image, with something that you are imagining. And I see this all the time with my clients. I have a lot of clients that their third eye, which is the energy center between our two eyes, 
which is the ability, it is the center where we vision. It's also like the psychic center. And people have it closed for several reasons. Sometimes some of us were just taught as kids, like it's silly to daydream or to imagine, or some of us had like scary psychic um, experiences. So we've learned to turn it off. All sorts of reasons why. And a lot of the time, I like to look into the third eye when I'm reading people because I want to see what they're dreaming of and if the dream has any momentum behind it. And you can actually see that in the third eye. Uh, Because if they're, let's say they come to me and they're like, I'm really trying to manifest my husband. And then I go into the third eye and it's not there. I'm concerned. (laughs) So it's usually a manifesting problem. And it actually starts with the imagining of it, the visualization. It's the first step. And people get really embarrassed about seeing things and imagining things. And really, you shouldn't. Like this, everything, like think about inventions, right? Like the computer or I'm speaking into a microphone and looking at a really fancy camera. Like that camera started with somebody's vision, somebody's imagination. Imagine if we had this thing that could record, you know, us in time and it had a lens and all that, right? So everything starts with an imagination. Like don't be afraid and don't be embarrassed of that skill. I know it feels like a very childlike skill because the truth is even people that invent are very childlike in many ways because they, what is, what is, you know, a trait of a child, right? A child is not bound by what are, what exists. Like a child believes anything is possible and can also see a lot of visions in its head. I love this one story. My best friend was like, we were texting in our group chat and she was saying, my daughter just jumped off the top bunk because she had butterfly wings on and she was convinced that she was going to fly. And she like almost broke her arm, right? And that's really the world that a child believes, like lives in, that anything can exist, even flying, all you need is some butterfly wings. And that is also the same quality that people who are really good creators or inventors, they also have that quality. So it's a curiosity, um, a childlike wonder and a, a the ability to imagine. So if you... Now, of course, sometimes we run into the problem that we don't know what we want to imagine and um, that is like a whole problem. But I say just like let yourself imagine a bunch of things like because like anything, um, have you ever, I'm new to gardening, but I'm learning a lot about gardening and now that I live on all this land and I, it's so fascinating how what I've learned is that, you know, you kind of put like five pots out for, let's say you're trying to grow broccoli And I remember when Benny was putting the five seeds in the five pots, I was like, oh, cool. We're going to have five plants of broccoli. And he's like, no, Nikki, we're going to, hopefully we get some. I'm like, what do you mean? This should work, right? And sure enough, when they started to grow, maybe, you know, two out of the five or three out of the five grew. And to me, that imagining things, like having a bunch of ideas and imagining different possibilities are really the seeds. Not all of them are going to give. And the truth is not all of them are we going to want to water, So you don't have to be afraid of having a bunch of them. Let yourself dream and imagine and, you know, visualize. Even if you realize like halfway down, you're like, you know what? Actually, that's a really cool dream. It's not mine. How many times has it happened to us, right? Like you're like, I wish somebody would invent blah, blah, blah. I don't want to invent it, but it would be nice if somebody else invented it, right? So it's okay to gather these visions and these dreams, but you have to get good at that process to be able to you know, get good at creating. So if you're feeling a little blocked, allow yourself to be childlike, go out into nature, dream a little bit, vision a little bit, 
watch some cartoons if you have to, or shows like that. And that will help open up this, this center. So you want to allow yourself to dream and have some sort of vision. And then you're going to narrow down that vision, right? Cause you're going to, you're going to want to put all your energy into one plan. Cause you're going to want that plant to grow really, really well. I know a lot of people like to have several plants going at the same time, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's okay. But I, I personally like to go all, all in on one vision and stay there. Like I like to put all my energy into one vision because if not, I'm like splitting my vision. You know, that person that wants to start three businesses at the same time, it's like, just start one, get that one going, get that plant healthy. And then you can go ahead and start another baby plant, right? Like I don't really want to have triplets. I would like to have just one baby at a time, but I'd like to have three. So that's kind of the concept of your vision. So really lock into one vision. I remember locking into the vision of living on land with Benny. And it was actually five years before we actually found our land. We were just being called. We took a trip to North Carolina. We were super broke. We could like barely take play, pay our mortgage. So we had no business in dreaming of land, but it was calling us. We came, we saw some land. We, you know, did some, we had a realtor show us around and that was the seed. And we really just locked on to that vision. It took us a while. It took us five years for it to come through. And there was a lot that needed to change within us in order to be an energetic match to the land. But nonetheless, it started there. And that is like what we locked into. So, and you know, what's funny is that there were days that I doubted this concept of like living on the land. And then I would grasp on to other things that felt more doable in Miami. So for example, I would be like, well, what if I dream a little dream of like Oliver going to this like really fancy high school? Um, wouldn't that be cool? Like if, you know, I, I can make that happen, like maybe make enough money for him to go to this really nice high school. It was like another dream. And it's funny how that happens when we start to not trust the first vision because I can't both have Oliver going to a really fancy high school in Miami and live in a bunch of land in North Carolina. Not possible, right? Like not those two things cannot exist or they're opposing visions. And I do see a lot of people have kind of these opposing visions. Sometimes like they do not commit to the initial vision. And that actually is what takes the creation. It takes the creation to, it, it, it takes longer. So I do feel like the five years while it was very purposeful and I needed it and I wouldn't have asked, I wasn't ready for it any earlier. I do think a lot of it took time because I had a bunch of opposing visions in the middle because I didn't trust or believe in the bigger vision or feel brave enough to have a bigger vision. So the vision is very important. I want you to spend some time thinking about your vision, locking into the vision. And if you can even make a, a ceremony around the vision, that would be awesome. So for us, using the land example, again, going to the land five years before we bought it, bought land. So coming to North Carolina was the ceremony. Like in that moment, like Benny and I put our hearts and our minds together and we were like, we said, I don't know how, I don't know when, but we're going to make this happen. Um, I think about, I think about the day that I remembered I was going to manifest my husband. Like I, I can picture myself writing in the journal, right? So it wasn't this super big, ceremony, but I got myself a new journal. I wrote down, I can see it so vividly. I wrote down like what I envisioned for a partner, which is Betty to the T. And 
that was like the moment. I mean, I wish I knew the date, but it was kind of one of those things that like on February 2nd, blah, blah, blah. Like I envisioned this. So I think it's very important that like once you commit to that vision, see if you can have a little ceremony around it. I mean, even opening my business, let's say like the day that I incorporated, is that the right word? Incorporated it in Florida was also like a little ceremony. Like I'm going to make this business come to life. So something like that around this vision, like really showing your commitment and your, you know, like trust in it. And I know that in the beginning we don't, it's very hard to trust it, but like just kind of showing that commitment with a little bit of a ceremony would be amazing. So that's our first step with vision. And I know we talked or imagining, however you want to call it. I know we talked about many different things in that category, but sometimes that category can take a long time. You can be in vision imagining for a whole year, you know, until you actually like commit to that vision. And that's okay. Don't worry about it. You don't have to rush it. It will, you know, when you're ready to commit, you will be ready, right? So then after we commit that to that vision, to that imagination, the next the next phase in creation is believing. And this is this is probably the more difficult. This is where people get rowdy. Uh, this is where the work, the hard work exists. Like actually some people are really good at the visioning and the imagining and they love the idea of like picturing it and, you know, and talking about it. I get, I get people like this all the time in readings, right? They're in the upper chakras. They can see it, blah, blah, blah. But then the believing is, the believing is not actually step three is more like the very doing part of creating. Uh, so, so the second phase is really not so much about doing, it's about believing. Yes, sometimes in believing there is some doing, like some action that we need to take. But believing is really more about attuning your energy to become an energetic match for the thing that you want. So that example that I told you about the land, right? I was like glitching within those five years, glitching, you know, my, that's a term that my my kid, my boys use as gamers or like glitching, right? Like you're going in and out. And like I said, like times that I would be like, well, what about just going down this Miami path and seeing my kids go to the school or whatever? That's me like glitching and kind of not, not believing in my bigger manifestation that I really, truly wanted. So believing is like, it's, it's where the work is done. It's really where the healing is done because the only reason we don't have what we're trying to create right now in this moment is because energetically, we are not an energetic match for that thing yet. So I like to see it like as a ladder. So think about a ladder, right? And at the bottom of that ladder is a number zero. And at the top of the ladder is a 10. So think like from the bottom to the top, you're like zero, one, two, three, four, right? Keep your vision with me. And let's say that energetically right now, when it comes to having a million followers, uh, sorry, a million downloads on my podcast, let's say, like, let's say that's a thing I want, right? And I, it's funny when I said, I'm like, I don't know if I want that. So that's going to be my first work. Like, let's move around. Like, why don't I want that? Should I want that? Is that something I really want is, you know, like really kind of going back to that imagine that imagination, that vision place. Is that really something I want to commit to and vision and call in? So sometimes it starts at that very beginning part, right? At the commitment part. So let's say, um, a million downloads for my podcast on that ladder of energy. I might in this category of life and this scenario, I might be energetically at a three. I kind of like, if I feel into it, I'm like, okay, I'm at a three and at a three energetically, 
the three is kind of saying, um, I don't know if I want that. That's really the energy I'm holding right now. I don't know if I want that. Now, if I went on that ladder and I went all the way to, let's say the 10, the 10 would be like, oh my God, it's so amazing to have this, right? So energetically, very different, but I'm energetically existing in this area of life at a three and having a million followers, excuse me, a million downloads in the podcast is energetically a 10. I am not an energetic match today to that 10. So my work in the second phase of creating, which is believing, is coming from an energetic three to an energetic 10. And you can actually map this out, you guys. Like you can make this little ladder. Usually at a zero is like, I'll never have this. Uh, A five, which is like the middle point is usually like a neutral kind of thing. Like, I don't know. We'll see if I can have this, right? It's kind of neutral. It's like, I don't believe it, but I, um, I don't not believe it, but I don't do believe it. Right. And then as you go up five to 10, you're like more higher vibes and more positive about it. Five down is more like a doubtful negative kind of thing. So that's just so you know, if you want to map out your little energetic ladder and really feel into where you are. So I kind of just took a moment. I was like, okay, when I think about the million downloads, where am I? And I told you, I said, I don't even know if I want that. So that is how I kind of landed myself at a three. It's a feeling. It's an intuitive exercise. Okay. So then in believing, like, let's say I do want that. And I feel like you guys are telling me like, yes, Nikki, you should want that. So I'm definitely going to journal after this podcast episode about what is the future of this podcast, but let's, um, okay. So I'm at a three, right? So my work is like to get from that three to even, it doesn't even have to get to a 10, right? Like it's kind of like shoot, what's that saying? Like shoot for the moon. If you don't hit it, you'll land amongst the stars, right? Like I don't even have to shoot for a 10. Like if I shoot for a seven or an eight, like it's going to get better, right? So you don't even have to go for, you know, a 10. Um, You can totally go for a 10, but you can also be proud of yourself just getting to a six, a seven, eight, like things are changing. So for me, I would have to work on incrementally increasing my, my beliefs around having a million downloads. Now, I think what people really get wrong here is that, and this is guys also the time where you are doing exercises. I should have told you guys to have a notebook for this episode because I feel like we're getting into the weeds here, but the, um, so I feel like what people really get wrong with this part of manifesting is that they try to jump from the three to the 10. So I am currently at, I'm not sure if I want that. And then I'm like, well, at a 10, my beliefs are, it's so exciting to have 10 million followers. Like, I mean, 10 million downloads, like this is amazing. I love having 10 million downloads. And you would typically like take those uh, feelings and those like mantras and write them down and try to like work your way into that. But what happens is that that's like too big of a leap for where you're at and people just get greedy. You know, they want to leap and they're like, why is this not working? Why is that? It's like, yeah, because you, it's so hard for you to believe it, but you actually might be able to believe a leap from three to five. So maybe if mine is three, I'm not sure I want this. And maybe at five, um, the feeling is neutral. So the neutrality of that would be, we'll see what happens, right? Um, if it's meant to happen, it's happened. Maybe that might be like my five. I can maybe start to get around that. Like I can maybe start to get comfortable with that feeling. So actually my work would be 
to move into that, to start like feeling that. So this is where I'm, this is the time in my creation process where I'm bringing in rituals. Uh, rituals mean that I'm doing something consistently every day to work towards my manifestation. So let's say for the podcast, we'll keep on that, that, you know, example, I might start to be like, okay, in my morning rituals or on my hikes or when I'm working out, um, when I'm moving my body, cause I like to do this when I'm moving my body, I'm going to play with moving my energy up the ladder. So I'm going to be like, okay, let's see what it feels like to be like, okay, yeah, like, okay, if it's meant to be, like, I'm open, I'm open to whatever happens, and I'm telling myself these things while I'm moving my body, and I'm working to raise my energy to that place, right? So I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying, my energy right now is like at a default three, and I'm actually trying to move the default to the five. So I do that by every day giving it a few minutes of the five energy and ultimately what's going to happen is my body my energy gets used to that five and then my default becomes a five so that's how i'm trying to move myself and i'm doing it very intentionally with these rituals if you're trying to do money let's say and you're saying um you know i want to manifest five thousand dollars a month then you're going to start off first by asking yourself what does it feel like to have five thousand dollars a month like what does that feel like for me how am I thinking? How am I feeling? Right? So you're going to just close your eyes and I want you to see your future self that has that 5,000 a month. She has a consistent 5,000 a month, right? Or she has the boyfriend or she has the house, like whatever it is. Now tell me how is she thinking and how is she feeling? You might notice how she looks, you know, so that energy, look the way she is thinking, maybe she's like, Maybe when she thinks 5,000, she thinks, um, yeah, I'm really good at what I do. Of course I make 5,000 a month. Like, yeah, there's so many people out there that want to work with me. Of course I make 5,000, right? And maybe even she might even look different than you. So we are trying to borrow the future energy of the future self that has the thing. And we are trying to bring it into the present with these exercises, so you're doing at least five minutes a day, maybe five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, where you are putting this energy on, like you're putting this outfit on and training and you're moving your energy from wherever you are to moving it up. If you can make the leap and jump from like the three to the 10, that's cool. But if you feel like you're having a hard time believing in the 10, getting to the 10, just jump from a three to a five or a three to a six or a three to a seven. So find what feels comfortable, what you can get behind. A good example with that is money. So let's say like right now I'm only making $2,000 a month and I want to make $20,000 a month. I know you want to like work on the 20, but it might be hard for your body to believe that. So you want to say like, okay, I, I'm going to get to the 20, but like for these next three months, I'm going to work on, uh, from the 2000 to 7,000, right? And so you can like break it up. Okay. So in this stage, when, so what's really cool is that once your energy starts to get into that default, like higher energy, random stuff starts showing up that shows us the limiting beliefs that we have about being at that energy, um, place. So Oh my gosh, actually a great example is like what we went through for the land, right? Like the, it wasn't even just the land, but like the way I wanted to live and the way Benny wanted to live on the land was the way we live right now, right? It's like peaceful and just abundant and feeling good and happy with our family and what we're doing. 
So that, that was like the energy of a 10 for us, right? And that came with the land. So when we were rising, let's say, I don't know, from the three to the 10, my, my shifting of the energy was trying to show me like all the things that were holding me back from going higher. So in many ways, like all the baggage that was on us was trying to leave us so that we can rise to the higher vibrations. And that is like the work. And almost a lot of us missed that work. For us, it was like, um, okay, Benny, guess what? You can't go to that land and be an addict. You know, all this codependency that's in your relationship, you guys can't go with that. Um, you know, uh, money, like Nikki not, Nikki not living into her purpose and, and really doing her work. You just can't go with that. Like, because the alignment of the 10 meant the alignment of all these things in our lives. So when you're in the believing stage, the more you start to believe, the more the things that do not work and that are going to, that are in the way that are going to not, that are in the way of you getting there are going to start to show themselves. And you have to work through that, whether that's release it or heal it. It's usually a release or a heal. And you have to be aware of that, right? A lot of people, I, I know, I think Lacey Phillips calls this like test. I don't really see them as tests. I see them as misalignments that are showing you what is actually holding you back from where you're trying to go and you need to pay attention to them and you need to give them attention, whether through healing or through letting go. So look out for that because that is the second phase and kind of the hardest phase, honestly. And the you know what's cool is that of course, the version of you, of where you are to where you're going, you're stronger. Like that place, that person of you that like in the future, she is stronger than who you are today. So actually working through the yuckiness here in this middle stage is actually what gives you the strength to become the future version of yourself. And I know a lot of us like want to jump over this yuckiness and the stickiness and we just want to do like the manifesting that, you know, that is sold to us. That's like magical thinking. Um, but it's actually like, this is the training that allows you to be the person that can hold the thing that you are manifesting. So I had to train to become like the Nikki that can have the land and the business and all that. And I feel very confident in keeping this. I'm not afraid of losing it because of all the heavy lifting that I did to get here, right? So that is what this middle stage is about. So you want to look out for those things. So you, in this middle stage, you want to have rituals that support you moving from one energetic imprint to the next. And as you start to work that, you're going to see some uncomfortable things show up in your life. And I want you to go into them. Like don't try to work around them. Don't try to run away from them. Like go into them, get curious, work them. Whether it's got to let go of things or you got to heal things, run towards it. Okay. And then the third stage, my personal favorite, um, is, and I feel like this is probably, I feel like some of us are better at other parts of creating. I'm, I'm pretty good at this third stage, which is obeying. And that's probably, I guess maybe because I've worked my intuition so much, but obeying and trusting. So the third stage is like, you're, you believe it, you know, at this point, like you have worked that muscle where like, of course I'm, I'm going to have a million downloads and of course, that's already working. Of course, that's in my path. Yes, I believe it. It's happening. So then what's happened in this moment is that the universe or God, the divine, your higher self, whatever, is with you and telling you to take these like leaps and these brave moves that you need to take. And they don't make any sense, right? Like for us, for the land is another good example. Um, 
one day I was like, Benny, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go to that land. We got to go see it. We got to look for it. We found it. We did not have any money to buy it. Benny promised the owner that we were going to give him $200,000 cash. I had probably maybe $5,000 cash. Like, I don't even know what he was talking about. And uh, we had no idea, but we were guided towards all these steps, right? And then it was like, look into this with your house, look into the mortgage, get an equity, like all these different things. And we were um, kind of given breadcrumbs as to how to get there, but we had to be brave enough to take all these leaps. Oh my gosh. And being brave is the scariest thing ever. I remember that stage of trying to get this land. Like I wanted to jump out of my body. Like I was every inventing and I joke because that period of time of closing on the land, I think it was like a three month period. And it was funny because we were manifesting together, which I love co-creating together guys. Like I, I do believe that, I mean, this is another podcast episode, but if you're in partnership, it is so important to have the same vision. It is so powerful. And Benny and I are very good about that. I'll definitely bring him on the show one day to talk about that and how you can help get your partner on board <laughs> with your crazy ideas. And, um, but during that process, we were, you know, just because we were trusting and obeying doesn't mean that we weren't freaking out. And he always jokes that like one day I was like, yes, we're going to do it. This is going to work. And he would be falling apart. And then the next day I'll be like, it's not going to work. I'm falling apart. And then he would be like, no, we're going to do it. So it was really nice to have to do it in partnership because like he pulled me up on the days that I was having a hard day. And then I pulled him up on the day that he was having a hard day. And that's how we got through that very hard obeying, trusting time where you are taking the first steps. So in this stage, you are taking the first steps, you are researching. And basically what you're doing is you're letting the universe know that you trust it. And you are moving the energy. You're, you're acting as if, right? We've heard that term before. Like you're acting as if it's already happening. So you're looking up the properties, like you're, I don't know, like looking at the churches that you might get married in, or, um, you're dating, like knowing that your person, you're, you know, you're going out on those dates because like, you know, your person's already there waiting for you. So you're, you're taking these steps. You're doing a lot of action. Some people just again, are where you get like entitled and we're like, well, I shouldn't have to take action, but you have to. And it's usually uncomfortable action. I think dating is a good example. Like this is where it's like, no, I know this is already working for me. Just got to go on those dates. Like I know this person's out there. Like I I'm going on it because like God is telling me to go on these dates, to do this thing, to go at it this way. And even though I don't really want to right, getting the land was very painful because you have to do all this paperwork to get like loans and all that stuff. And I hate that stuff and I'm horrible at it. Um, I've gotten better at it throughout the years, but I, it's like the last thing I want to do. I'm always trying to hand off that work to somebody else. I don't like doing it, but I knew that God was calling me that that was part like this creation, this thing was already starting to happen. Um, and this is where we are doing a lot. We are taking first steps. We are researching and we are acting as if. And right after that step is when it shows up. And you know, how long does manifestation take? And you know, that I think that's such a, I think you can manifest something in a day and I think you can take 10 years to manifest something. So that it depends on the middle part, like how, I don't know, messy or maybe how complicated, also how many people are involved. I think sometimes we're manifesting things where there's a lot of people involved, um, like a business or, you know, even a property or something. I, I think that those are a little bit more complicated because there's so many other souls 
that are that you are co-creating with uh so there's a it depends but if you follow these three steps it just i don't know it's just at some point you just know it's going to happen you start feeling good you know so um i hope this was helpful i maybe you guys listen back with a notebook um i definitely i'm probably going to teach this with like um meditations and i'll make something more legit for you guys but this is how i do this for everything that i am creating and it's never brought me down the wrong path and i'm always creating something so i hope that was helpful i cannot wait to see what you guys create i do believe in your creations um i know you're here to create and i i know that i i really feel like what you're maybe thinking about here is as we're talking about this is is part of your purpose and just because it's part of our purpose doesn't mean it's easy but don't feel ashamed about what you want and you know i don't care if it's i want a castle like don't feel ashamed there's something in you that's telling you that that's for you and listen in the middle part in that believing part if it's ego based it will it will it will uh, align itself to something like less ego so you don't even have to be afraid if um if it is ego based because it will actually show itself and it will align itself in a better way so just th- wherever you are with what you're thinking about and what you're dreaming about just move forward don't overthink it like do these three steps have fun with it and it's done All right. Love you guys so much. I hope this was helpful. Cannot wait to see what you create. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. If you have a sec, I would so appreciate it if you would leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews are so helpful. And if you're ready to start living your soul-led life, pick up my latest book, Soul-Led Living, available on Amazon. Until next time, love you much.